Are you like me and you have a real big jerk that lives in your mind? <laughs> you are not alone. If you feel like you wake up in the morning, you think that it's gonna be a really great day, you've got a long to-do list, but you're also excited about some things going on right now, and then that jerk in your head starts messing with you. Maybe you scroll too long on social media and you start playing the comparison game. Maybe you go to put on a pair of jeans and they don't fit the way that you wanted them to. Whatever it is, maybe it's strain in a relationship or things not going well at work or just feeling overwhelmed. You think that maybe it's anxiety but these nasty thoughts a lot of times are coming from self-doubt and I'm going to give you some really helpful tips today to conquer self-doubt but I think first we need to get to the bottom of where it comes from. Welcome to the Well Podcast, a safe place to find health and wholeness for your body, mind, and heart. My name is Kari Davis, growing up a pastor's daughter, being widowed at 38 with three little kids, being betrayed by those close to me, and now blending my family with a man that made my heart come back to life. I know that life can change and get derailed, but come to The Well, our online wellness collaborative where you will find restoration through wellness, inner healing, faith, and freedom. In the Bible, the woman at the well went for water, but when Jesus showed up with truth and healing, she got living water. So grab your bucket, a cup will not do, and join me at the well. It's time to refill, reset, and restore. So whether you are wanting to launch something, a project, or get involved in something new, or make a new friend, or try a new hobby, whatever you are kind of dreaming about, maybe silently dreaming at this point, maybe you have not even taken the first step, what is it that creates this monster in your mind, this self-doubt that makes you stop or question I think that self-doubt is always rooted in a fear, a fear of being uncomfortable, a fear of failing, a fear of something happening that maybe has happened before. Maybe you're wanting to start a new self-care plan or a new wellness journey, but that little monster voice in your mind is saying, oh, don't even lie to yourself. You always quit or you never follow through or that little monster in your mind is telling you when you have failed before, or when someone has said that you can't do something, or they've criticized how you've done it. So many times I think that our self-doubt is anchored in fear of the unknown and fear of failing. And so I wanna ask you first off, whatever your dream or your project or something that is coming to mind when I bring up self-doubt, you might not even realize that you're doubting yourself until we talk about it. And that's part of why to heal our health and our wholeness on this podcast, we have these conversations because it's going to get you to start answering the question in your own heart and in your own mind, where is self-doubt creeping in? Maybe it's just in a conversation. Maybe you are just not being as social this winter. Maybe it is you're wondering if the habits or the lack thereof mean something about you or say something about you, or that if things are always gonna be this way and you're never going to be able to step forth 
and the confidence that you want to be. So first thing is to find those nasty thoughts. Find, I know it's hard to accept, but that nasty guy in our mind is us. And I listened to a podcast um, by Kristen Boss, and uh, she talks a lot about how your brain is always there to keep you safe. That the reason why when you think of launching something or doing something new, that your brain that its job is to keep you comfortable. And so your brain is going to always offer you suggestions on why you shouldn't do something because it's easier to just stay comfortable, that that primal part of our brain is just survival. And it kind of, when we try something new, it goes off like, nope, this is uncomfortable. Let's just stay how we always are. And so find those thoughts that are creeping in, but first get clear on that dream. What is that thing that you're really, really wanting to do? Sometimes we are just focusing on those nasty thoughts and we don't even know what we're searching for or what we're seeking. So if this is something that is you, if you're like, I don't even know what I want to start or I just can't find my purpose because every time I feel like it's one step forward and two steps back and the kids need something, so many times that self-doubt is creeping in because you don't even know what your purpose is for that day. And so I really want to invite you to do a program with me. I am working on a digital um, version of, I used to call it Rise Up, and it was more of a branding program. But what I am morphing it into is going to be called the Passion Pursuit. Because originally it was more for a business, but I think for a lot of people, they just want to find their purpose and have passion again. They want to have something that they're jumping out of bed for. And so if you're not even clear about maybe what that fear is that is causing the self-doubt, I really um, I really encourage you to dig in and to find that. Maybe sit quietly by yourself, but if it's still not coming out, um, please be have your ears open in further podcasts for the digital course that I'm creating called The Passion Project. Okay, so after you have kind of figured out what you're scared of or what the doubt, where the doubt is creeping in, then here are five things that you can do to conquer this self-doubt. So as a holistic health coach, as someone who knows that our body and our mind and our soul are so tied together, (laughs) that's why we talk a lot about health on this podcast because we can't get rid of those toxic thoughts when our body is just not being cared for. And so number one is to take care of yourself re-implement that self-care plan. Are you moving your body? Are you giving your body whole foods? You know that your brain cannot function if you're not getting healthy food and healthy fat and getting those endorphins going by moving your body. And so a lot of times, I actually posted on Instagram yesterday, you know how you can put those little, the little saying up in your bubble? I don't even know what it's called, but I had just worked out And I said something like the best thing that I do for my brain is work out or work out for your brain. Because every time I move my body, it's like the fog lifts and where I'm just thinking negative thoughts or feeling less than as soon as I get, it's like free, it's a free drug to your brain that that is like a happy pill. It just completely changes the way that your brain is 
working, when you get your body moving. So take care of yourself. Get in nature. Get some vitamin D on your skin. Get some grass under your feet. Go for a walk. Pop in your AirPods and listen to some worship music. Think of ways that you're feeding your body, your mind, and your soul. Listen to a really great podcast, something that nurtures your soul, that makes you feel happy, that gives you ways to grow. (laughs) Okay, so take care of yourself first, and no matter what that looks like. And we haven't talked about a self-care plan since the first of the year of 2023. And so if you have gotten really depleted after the holidays, if you are starting the year, especially if you have a weight loss goal or an exercise goal that you're adding a lot to your plate, maybe you're feeling more defeated, please check in with yourself again and to write out that self-care plan that actually helps you feel recharged and not depleted. If you're counting calories and not eating a lot and working out a lot extra and had a bunch of New Year's resolutions, you might be feeling more depleted. And so remember your self-care plan will recharge you and restore you. Okay, number two is to put your thoughts on the truth table. I was going through the podcast episodes and we have not talked about one of my favorite things in such a long time. So if you're a new listener, you might not even know how to do this. And this is so, so important. So I call it the truth table. But if you are telling yourself lies, if that little voice in your brain is whispering actual shame and lies to you, it is so toxic to your heart and to your mind and therefore then your your whole body. And so write down the thoughts that you are thinking. If your brain is telling you, oh, you won't really do it, you don't follow through, or oh, everyone will laugh at you if you start that new project, or if you want to do a get involved in something or start a new passion. Oh, everyone knows that you've never done that before or whatever it is. So I want you to write down the feelings that you're feeling, but then write down the actual statement of what it is that you are saying about yourself. And the, the chances are, if you put it on a little table, draw four vertical lines underneath for the legs of the table, you need to be able to write four different pillars of truth to back up that statement that you're telling yourself. And chances are you can't. Chances are that statement that you are making about yourself, that table would fall. It sitting on that table would fall over because it doesn't have four solid legs of truth. It maybe only has one or it maybe only has two and that table would crumble. And so then I want you to X out that statement. It is not truth. And I want you to write a statement of truth and then write the pillars, the four pillars of truth that will back that up. And some of them might even be intentions. Some of them might even be, I can trust myself that I will make the right decision next. Some of them might be goal-oriented still because it might not have been completed yet. But the truth is that you have the value that if God has placed it on your heart, he will carry it on to completion. So the truth table is something that is really, really vital. It's actually a lot easier to do with another person. And so maybe if you have a lot of 
lies or shameful statements that your brain has been telling you, I always, always have a link to my Calendly in the show notes and you can book a call with me because sometimes when these statements are coming out, your brain has been lying to you. Your brain has been telling you these toxic thoughts that are maybe rooted in what someone else says or rooted in history that is very possible to be rewritten, but your brain has not seen it yet. And so having another person do the truth table with you can be really, really powerful. And I would be honored to work with you in that way. So you can always book a coaching call in the Calendly link in my show notes. Okay, so you are taking better care of yourself, even if it's just for today. Today's success is a wonderful first step. And doing this truth table to work through some of those toxic thoughts and to find truth that you are repeating to yourself now from here on out. Number three is to remember your past or your present successes. So maybe you are feeling that self-doubt is just still overwhelming. You're hopeful for the future, but I want you to remember some things that you have succeeded at. And then I want you to turn these things into affirming truths, into truths about what God says you are, maybe your successes. You can always start with the one that you are the daughter of the king, that you were made in the image of God, that you are his daughter and that you are loved and cared for and will spend eternity with him. You can just start talking about your identity as your successes because that is what our faith gives us is all the, all the success of Jesus is put on you as his daughter. And then write out some other just affirming truths, successes that you have had, ways that you have shown up, even when times were hard, things that you have overcome, and write them out as statements, not as questions, not as, well, maybe, or kind of this one time, but I have succeeded at this. And that is going to feed, think of feeding your brain just really, really great nutrition. This is feeding your mind really, really good food to be able to nurture it and to give it strength and to help you move forward in so much more victory than you were sitting in beforehand. So number three is to write out your past or your present successes. And then I'm kind of combining that with step, with step four is to make a list of these affirming truths. I don't love affirmations. I think that affirmations can sometimes not be food to our brain. I think sometimes our brain, when they're really general and they're just based on like, you're pretty or I am enough or I am um, good or whatever it is, I think when they're too general, your brain knows that they're not true. But when they are specific, when they are rooted in who God says you are and they are rooted in past examples, our brain actually feeds on it and it actually changes the way that our brain is, is thinking. The number five way of conquering self-doubt is to take action. I remember after my first husband had passed away in 2015, I remember writing myself a little note that says, an object in motion stays in motion <laughs> from science class. An object at rest 
gets depressed because when I would just stop for too long, I would have a really hard time getting those endorphins going in my body. I would have a really hard time proving to myself that I was capable and that I could move on. And so just getting moving, taking some action. So now go back to what you found at the beginning. Um, that little purpose that you are is flickering in your heart or that project that you're wanting to work on or that job that you're wanting to resuscitate or that relationship that you're wanting to breathe life into. Go back to that now and write out a list of all the things that you could do today, this week, this month, and this quarter that would absolutely prove to yourself that you're not only capable, but that you could find success in it. And it might be really little, little steps. And there's some ways in my life right now that I've been feeling a little bit stuck. And so I'm going to do this right when I get off this podcast episode. I'm going to write out those action steps that I can do. I can schedule them in my calendar that I can do today, this week, this month, and this quarter that will prove to myself that I'm not only capable, but that my probability of success is so much higher. And so I have a quote for you. It's not who you are that holds you back. It's who you think you're not. This was a quote, a quote by Hannock McCarty. It's not who you are that holds you back. It's who you think you're not. And so don't let your mind and what it is telling you that you're not stop you from walking the path that your heart has its mind set on. And probably those feelings and those desires are actually planted by God himself because he knows your capability. So he's the one that usually plants those little seeds in your heart of people that you want to serve or relationships or projects that you want to do. So many times as a daughter of God, those little promptings are from him. And then it's honestly the enemy that creeps in with that shame and those nasty thoughts. It's really of the enemy. So taking his little voice captive it's, he's so wimpy. He's such a joke. He uses the same tricks on us again and again and again. So please don't let him do it. Find those little voices that he is getting in your mind. Hold them captive. Throw them out and replace them with those affirming truths of who God says you are. If you know that your passion or your project or your dream that is a little still small voice in your heart, if you know that that aligns with God's word and it is something for him to have you do, then you can step out in power to do that. It is so amazing that everything that is aligned with God's word, he is a good, good father and he will ha actually help us to switch those thoughts and to be able to carry it out. Isaiah uh, 41.10 says, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And my life verse is actually something that I kind of cling to in times where I'm feeling a lot of self-doubt. It is 
Because I saw the Lord always before me, because he is at my right hand, I will not be shaken. And that is, it's in Psalms, and then it's also again in Acts. And I honestly always forget the Bible, the Bible reference. <laughs> but because he is at your right hand, you will not be shaken. Self-doubt is meant to shake you. It's meant to stop you from what you're designed to do, what you're destined to do. It's meant to keep you quiet. And that is not what God has for you. He's at your right hand, so you can't be shaken. Even if the worst happens, even if you do fail, even if you are embarrassed, even if you do have to pivot, even if you have to start over, even if you have some egg on your face, he will not allow you to be shaken because what you will learn in the process is, is always things that will draw you closer to him, not further away. So number one, take care of yourself. You deserve it. Self-care is not selfish. It will always, always breathe life back into you. Put your toxic thoughts, number two, on a truth table. And if they are toxic, if they are false, stomp them out. Number three, remember your past and present successes. Number four, tell yourself affirming truths rooted on those successes and also what God says about you. And number five, take action because an object in motion stays in motion. And God has big things that he puts on your heart. He has a community um, of women I hope that you join us in our Facebook community. Again, it's always in the show notes. He has a community of women that we all struggle with the same thing. Even if you're comparing yourself to some girl on Instagram or some high school friend or friend from church on Facebook that seems like she has it all together, it's a lie. We all have self-doubt. We all have things that we're questioning And it's so much better when we're honest about it and we are in community. And so join our Facebook group and post in there. Be as raw as you are ready to be. Share your feelings. There's so much life that is ahead when we can be there for each other. So I'll see you in the Facebook group. And please be looking out for the Passion Project coming soon. I have had the workbook done for so long and just cannot wait for, um, I haven't done it with anyone in person. It used to be a six-week one-on-one program, but I want to make that more affordable for everyone, so I'm doing a digital version of it, but it is so great. And then if you are wanting a one-on-one call with me, please go to the Calendly in the show notes and book a call. I would be so honored to talk through of some of the things that you are telling yourself that is keeping you stuck and out of God's plan for you. I hope that you are feeling refilled after being at the Well podcast. Please take a second and fill out a review. This is the only way that we know if you're enjoying the podcast and what you're enjoying about it. Also subscribe so that you don't miss any episodes. And we would love to have you in our Facebook community group. The link is in each episode. We are better together at the well.